Now the news. I'm Tian Yu. Chinese Vice Commerce Minister Wang Shouwen has held a video conversation with U.S. Under Secretary of Commerce for International Trade Marisa Lago. The two sides discussed preparation for the first meeting of the Commerce and Trade Working Group at the vice ministerial level, as well as economic and trade issues. Wang said China is ready to work with the U.S. to implement the important consensus reached by the two heads of state at the San Francisco meeting, expand cooperation, and manage differences. Earlier, Chinese Vice Premier He Lifeng met Under Secretary for International Affairs at U.S. Treasury Jay Shambo and his delegation in Beijing. Shambo was in China to attend the third meeting of the China-U.S. Economic Working Group. A panel from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit has delivered a ruling denying Donald Trump broad immunity from federal prosecution. This ruling represents a notable setback for the former president, who is highly likely to pursue an appeal in response. The decision follows arguments made by Trump's legal team a month prior, where they asserted sweeping claims of immunity from federal prosecution in the 2020 election interference case. Nick Harper reports. The three-judge U.S. court looked at an issue that's never been considered before: whether a former president can be prosecuted for something that happened during their time in office. For Donald Trump, that something was his alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 election result and his actions leading up to and on the day of January the 6th, 2021, when his supporters attacked the U.S. Capitol. His lawyers claimed he had absolute immunity, arguing those events and his actions were part of his official duties performed while he was president. But the judges ruled that was not the case. They unanimously said Trump was not immune and must stand trial. In their 57-page opinion, they wrote. For the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become Citizen Trump, with all of the defences of any other criminal defendant. Any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution. Egypt says it has received Hamas's response to a Gaza ceasefire proposal nailed during a recent meeting in France. Egypt's state information service says the country will continue to exert its utmost efforts to reach a ceasefire agreement in the war-ravaged Gaza Strip soon. Meanwhile, the Qatari prime minister says his country has received a positive response from Hamas on the latest Gaza ceasefire for hostage deal proposal. Sheikh Mohammed bin Abdulrahman bin Jassim Al Thani has met U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who is on his fifth tour to the Middle East since October last year. Elena Baktoras reports. Hamas has responded. They say that they see this proposal in a generally positive way. The proposal is being brokered by Qatar, Egypt, and the U.S., and it is seeking to see the release of around 100 hostages who are still being held in Gaza in return for a pause in the fighting. Now, Hamas, however, is also saying that they want a comprehensive and complete ceasefire. Now, this could be a sticking point because this is something that so far Israel has said it cannot accept. Antony Blinken is now in Israel. He landed in Tel Aviv, and he will be meeting with Israeli officials. So this is still very much an ongoing negotiation. These are hostages who have been held in Gaza since October the seventh. More than a hundred were released during a brief ceasefire in November, mainly women and children. Israel has launched missile strikes against a number of sites in central Syria. The attacks reportedly targeted the Shurat airbase and several locations on the outskirts of Homs. Syrian media reports say the country's air defense shot down some missiles. 
Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has announced new infrastructure plans in the quick-stricken areas to mark the first anniversary of the disaster. Erdogan said the new project will not only provide housing for locals but also support economic activity by creating job opportunities. Two powerful earthquakes struck southern Turkey one year ago, killing over 53,000 people and leaving thousands homeless. Former Chilean President Sebastián Piñera has died in helicopter crash. Piñera's private helicopter crashed on the shores of Lake Ranco in southern Chile. In sports, Jordan has defeated South Korea 2-0 to qualify for the AFC Asian Cup final for the first time. Jordan will face Iran or defending champion Qatar in the final. And that's the news. I'm Tianyu.